Go ahead, Casey, whenever you're ready. All right. <clears throat> Lion face. Ooh, lemon face. Err. Uh, welcome to the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. Tonight, starting with October. No, Casey, it's a preview podcast. Oh, son of a bitch. That's right. We'll keep it, keep it rolling. We'll keep rolling. Keep it rolling. Let's forget it. We'll keep rolling. Preview okay. podcast, episode 22, or issue 22. Okay. Cool. Uh, Got it. it. Uh, welcome to the Bad Coyote Funky Preview Podcast, issue 22. And to kick off things in October, tonight we'll be talking about horror games. I, lo- I love this subject because it sounds like we're saying horror games, not horror games. It's my kind of gaming of... right there. <laughs> What's that, Greg? You talking about who is? <laughs> well, one of my buddies said he thought we we're talking about board games. I was like, board, oh, board games. games. My said, favorite, yeah. sorry. Um... <laughs> sorry, like, hmm, the, I like the board game trap. about being a dick. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I, I love. Like, yeah, yeah, point there. Sorry is one of those games where you're allowed to be a complete jerk and everyone's okay with it to one degree or another. That or yeah. Monopoly and just buy out people. <laughs> but or, no, no, not not board games. Horror, horror game. games, not horror, horror games. Horror, H O R R O R. Scary games, you know, survival horror. Um, people usually know what you mean when you say survival horror. Um, and ju- just to kick off the Hall- Halloween month, we're gonna have three weeks of pure scary, dedicated thrills. Uh, we're talking about something that has to do with Halloween and scary things for the vast majority of October. Um, the reason why kind of horror games I think is awesome and resonates with me is because unlike any other game, it elicits like a, a very primal instinct in you, like whether it be to fight or flight, when you turn a corner and you go down a long hallway and all of a sudden these like devil hounds jump out at you, what your gut reaction is says a lot about who you are. And I think horror gaming is one of the few genres that actually gets that kind of instinct down. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Um, but I want to, I want to kind of gear things in a specific direction tonight for a preview podcast. What was the first horror game that you remember playing? Now, does it actually have to be scary to be a horror game? Well, not, not scary. Not it could really. be a horror game, but it doesn't have to be scary, you know. But it's right? A horror yeah. Game. Yeah. Okay. Like, like a lot of Stephen King stuff isn't necessarily like you know jump out of your seat scary, but it's creepy and it gets to you after time, yeah, right? It's definitely horror. Yeah, and it's horror. He's the the king of horror, right? I eh. I, th- I think I have my answer. It's all about then. Pennywise, man. Just fuck Pennywise. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, Casey. Uh, mine is going to be Super Castlevania Four. Ooh. Ooh, go for or more I, gothic. Or I, I, or I guess Castlevania Four, which which might also be called Super Castlevania. I don't. Super it's the one on Super Nintendo. It's the one on Super oh. Nintendo. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that one. So it's super. the one where you could you could whip in any direction and the shit's crazy. It's the more actiony of them before you get whip to in any direction and it's crazy. Yeah. Um, for those of you who are unaware of what Castlevania is all about, it follows a family of vampire hunters called the Belmonts as they try to kill Dracula over and over over the course of generations. Nice. Um, so it's cool. I always like the idea of a bloodline of vampire hunters, uh, and I don't think anybody does it better than the Belmonts. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. So, uh, uh, never beat it as a kid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> still have not beaten it as an adult because I no longer have a Super Nintendo, but someday I will find a way to turn it around and do it. Um, but that game was hailed as being pretty darn good. Not difficult, 
but but good up until uh, Symphony of the Night came out, and then it changed Castlevania forever by making it more like a Metroid game, mm-hmm. as those of you who've played it might know. Also, it made Alucard the star of the show, um, whose name I always hated because it's Dracula backwards. It's Dracula yeah. backwards. It's clever. Took me 22 years to figure. I was going to say yeah. Symphony of the Night. I remember playing that, and it was so awesome because yeah, I, I played uh, uh, Metroid, Super Metroid, and I thought it was really really cool. And then I was like, oh look, this game's doing that. Oh, it's pretty cool. And it had and it's this... doing it way better than Super Metroid did. Oh, dude, seriously. I mean, I don't know about that. I really enjoy Super Metroid. Although Super Metroid, you really had to know where you were going, and you had to have some skill. Yeah. Uh, you can get away with a lot with Symphony of the Night, I find. But still really good. Uh, I love the, 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 the gothic theme of it all. Like, it was just a really cool game. I hadn't played anything like it when I was a kid. And I was like, oh, wow, look at this thing. It's like I'm in a haunted house. It's so spooky. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess if we're going that far back, the first horror game that I played, I wasn't even thinking about like NES stuff, would be <laughs> Ghost and Goblins. Hey. Oh, NES. yeah. yeah. Um, it was a classic. I don't think I've ever beaten that game, but I've always used to Is, play the hell out of it. I don't think anybody's beaten that game. Is that game, the one man. where you play as like uh, Arthur or something <laughs> and like, yep. you get hit, like your armor disappears, you're like running around naked in your boxers? Yep. Oh area. my God, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that just kind of dawned on me as soon as they said Castlevania. I was like, oh. I was going to say Resident Evil, but, you know, that jogging my memory, definitely. Yeah, I mean, Resident Evil was the first one to, first game to actually, like, scare me. Like, certain ones creep me up for sure. Like, um, some some enemies in Ghosts and Goblins of Castlevania definitely kind of creep me out, but... Resident Evil, man, like even on the beginning of this preview when I was just like the dogs in the hallway, like every time I would replay the game at a buddy's house, something like that from a new save file, I would go to the hallway. But like, I don't want to go down the hallway. I don't want to the dogs. <laughs> dogs are just going to jump out that fucking window again and they're going to scare the shit out of me. I know it's going to happen. And after doing that so many times, I think that's what kind of got me used to like cheap thrills and why I like very few of them can actually like make me jump now. It's because it's like, I know this is going to happen. I know it's going to happen. You just train your mind to be like, this is going to happen. How do I respond? And then you get good at gaming somehow through that. So that was definitely um, probably the first one to elicit any sort of fear or any sort of like, I'm not playing that fucking game again. Kind of now, thing. now, does Altered Beast on the Genesis count? Rise from your Power up. I want to say it does. Power, 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 power up. up. But that's power, more of like up. a Greek mythology. Oh, that that might make me change my answer because I, I know I know I was playing Genesis before I played Super Nintendo, and I know that yeah. first monster, like the first boss you fight in, like an altered beast, is like pretty scary when he throws his face at you. Yeah, and he's, just, like, he's like a big fle- he's like a big flesh monster. Yeah, right? yeah, like it, it is scary, and you also go like into hell and whatnot, and just I'll, especially like cause I remember playing when I was a little kid and like hearing like the, like, the guy rise from your grave. That was that would scare yeah. the shit out of me, dude. That was real so time. Rise from your grade. And just, I thought it was pretty funny. Everything was, was like loud and big about it. Power. Yeah, up. it was power yeah. up. You get those big steroid balls. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> and when you would transform, it's juiced up each time. And when you would yeah. transform, it scared me because the sound it would make. The... Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. The altered beast you became. Altered. <laughs> yeah. The beast he altered into. Per chance. We did it. We did it. That's it. That's all. It's a short one. Eight minutes. 
Um, Resident Evil's good too. It's a really good, good, uh, good go-to game. Um, well, one that I like from the Dreamcast era. Uh, <laughs> not to consider it a horror game, but whatever. Clock Tower. Not the House of the Dead. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah, little, that counts, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. arcade shooter. I mean, I was a kid, and oh, I was like, oh, God. some of these things are really, really spooky. Especially like uh, the levels where something's chasing you, and you got to shoot it. Now, like for those, I mean, I think arcades still have those uh, light guns and everything. Yeah, um, some of them yeah, still do. Yeah. Some of them, they still do. Dude, that's so awesome, man. Like, I remember playing the arcade, and then I got it for uh, my Dreamcast for my birthday. It was so cool. I got, like, two of the light guns. Got to hook it up to your TV and everything. And, and the, there's, like, an automatic reload feature. But, like, I kept it off. I'm, psh, I'm, I'm a gamer. I can aim off-screen, shoot to reload. But, yeah. uh, dude, I love that game. Just shoot things. Reload, 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 reload. And then you <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, because if you, if, you, if you don't, like, shoot away to, like, I don't know if kids know that, you know, certain, like, old school mechanics like that. You got to shoot away from the screen to reload. And then, uh... But how does it know? It just knows. Yeah, how does it know? I, I, as a kid, I thought it was so cool. Like, it knows when I aim off screen and reload. It's amazing. I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. Reload, 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 And then you would, you'd reload and, oh, don't kill me. It, it's cool until the first time you find a, uh, a broken one. And you go up to it, and it's like, why do I just keep reloading? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, oh, God, or if the aiming's off-center. Oh, I used to have this one where the aiming was off-center, but I used to get headshots for some reason. So I had to, like, point, like, diagonally. Oh, man, being a kid in the arcade was the most amazing thing back in the day. Playing that game, like, uh, me and my buddy Mike Cody, we got to a point where um, we would try our best. Because, like, you know, when you first start playing games like that, you waste, like... Quarters, man. Like, there's no tomorrow. So we got to, <laughs> so we got to the point where it's like, you know what? We're going to play it like real life. It's like... You don't get hit. There's no putting quarters in. That's it. You just put in like money once, and that's it. And see how far we can get. No quarters. No continues. No items. Final destination. Pretty much, yeah. Exactly <laughs> like that. Dude. Yes. Fox. No items. <laughs> no destination. Uh, you want to talk about quarter eaters? I don't know if this is really a horror game though. Friggin' Gauntlet. Yeah. Gauntlet Legends. Gauntlet. Warrior needs food badly. <laughs> the Green Tester needs food. <laughs> yes. Ah. Uh. I like food. <laughs> <laughs> they have a they have a new version of Gauntlet on the PlayStation Four now. Is it any good? Uh, I haven't played it yet, but a couple of friends and I want to go try it out and uh, possibly stream it on Twitch Star TV slash Back Cody Funky. Oh Ooh, hell yeah! yeah. I'm I was down like, to yeah. check that out. Yeah. That plug, yeah. that that damn plug. <laughs> yeah, always with the plug. So something else I want to kind of bring up to you guys as we all, Dave, did you say yours yet? No, sir. What's yours before we move on? Uh, Spla- uh, arcade title called Splatterhouse back from 1980. Splatterhouse, oh, yeah. wow. They, they did that, uh, the new one too, not the too long ago. new one, yeah, yeah. the remake. Yeah, like 2010 or 20, it was like not too, yeah, you're right, well, it wasn't too long ago. Yeah. But it wasn't, didn't have, I, I saw the demo for it and I saw the gameplay on YouTube and it really wasn't what I remember Splatterhouse to be. Grant, when I first played Splatterhouse, I was like, or actually watched it played, I was four years old i want to say maybe oh wow mm-hmm. yeah four or five i was like very young watching my brother play it in the arcade and just the story's like like classic simple story guy and a girl get lost in the woods they show up to a mansion that's like the urban legend of it supposedly haunted or some shit like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. and they fall asleep and the boyfriend wakes up in the basement and the girlfriend tim gone. curry answers the door yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like boyfriend wakes up in the in the in the basement, and uh, I guess he finds, like, a hockey mask or something that's, like, magical. He puts it on, he becomes, like, a big steroided beast and just goes around just, like, kicking the shit out of everything. It's just... The thing I remember the most about it, which I haven't seen in any other game, just because of, like, how they did it, was um, it was a side-scroller, 
but they definitely use like a 3D space in a certain way mm-hmm. because when you would hit the enemies, like you would make them splat against the wall behind you. Nice. Is it isometric? Huh? Was it like isometric the way that it was 3D-ish? Or? Was, it, was it like uh, Turtles in Time? Yeah, something like that yeah. pretty much. Oh. and But what was cool is like they wouldn't like splat against the screen. It was splat against like the wall behind the character. Sure, yeah. So he would like swing outwards, hit them, and they'd splatter all over the wall pretty much. Hmm. And it was just like just cool. Like the first time I saw that in a game, I really didn't see it until probably, yeah, like Turtles in Time where it's just you, it still used 3D space even though it was like a 2D side-scroller. So I listened to the other day, like, playing it on YouTube and whatnot, and just, like, the sounds were so just... They just brought me back, like, all the sounds and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that... I remember... I completely forgot about that. Like, I never played it, but I remember when that uh, that had come out, the remake, I was like, oh, interesting. I wonder if it's going to be any good, the remake. And the remake got, like, panned. Yeah. Like, really bad. And I was like, I guess I'm not going to play it. I think it was 2012, I want to say. I remember that. It was it wasn't too bad. Wasn't that good either. No. <laughs> Easy there, Stellar and Waldorf. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are gonna fall out of that balcony. Oh man, they're like they're the best characters in Muppets. But um while we have a little bit of time too, and we got everyone's kinda of their first real horror game, I wanna kinda of ask you guys What was no, your horror, Cherry? Me? Well I yeah, I had said yeah, ghosts and goblins. Oh no, yeah, no, I'm just I'm yeah. being facetious. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Let's save the jokes for Thursday, okay, Casey. Let's save <laughs> the, the A material. Um, so I want to ask you guys not what your favorite horror game has been thus far, but what's like a notable one, one that like you know, I, I guess number number two or three on your list. Definitely uh, a more modern, recent one, Dead Space. Yeah. If you guys have not played Dead Space out there, uh, Dead Space is a game where you um, you play this guy Isaac. He's uh, he's an engineer um, on this uh, gigantic uh, space machine that pretty from much the, from the Gordon Freeman School of Engineers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's on this uh, this uh, this like mining uh, facility kind of thing, kind of like it's kind of has like an alien vibe. Anyway, what's cool about Dead Space is that uh, it has zombies, but the zombies are aliens, and uh, you have to con- kill them in unconventional ways. Like headshots do not kill them. Uh, you have to kind of dismember them. If you shoot something in the head, it's still going to come after you. If you dismember yeah. a limb, it might still come after you. If you dismember enough limbs or something, it it it's it's still well. It's it's crazy. It's kind of like it, you know, or no, uh, the the thing, the thing where um. Uh, you don't know like what is the thing. Uh, like it's got all these like you know all these other limbs and things like that, and mm. and just and, the, and just the, the way the, like you. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say the game tells you how to do it in the best way possible. Smeared on the walls in blood. Go for the limbs. Go for the <laughs> limbs. The first time I played that game demo, it was amazing. Like it was a very uh, it was a it was a dark night. It was actually stormy too. I was like, this is freaking brilliant. There was a demo uh, available on the Xbox, and I was just like, okay, let's try this out. Dead Space. Never heard of it. Let's go. And all I knew was that it was a horror game. So um, so I put it in. Um, you know the the demo. We start playing, and I was just like, what is this? Like it's mm. it's really creepy. You know, I'm going down this dark corridor, like, uh, listening to these recordings and everything, and you get to this part where everything just hits the fan, absolutely hits the fan, <laughs> and these crazy aliens start just 
coming out and slipping out and you're like what the hell is that and you grab this device that has a buzz saw on the end but the buzz saw can kind of shoot forward but you're still controlling the saw with like, with like gravity so you can move it around I'm like oh it's awesome so I went for the head and I was like wait it's still coming oh god it's still coming <laughs> went for a limb it's still kind of coming toward it was like no what's happening right now <laughs> oh god even if you were just telling somebody about that game using only like like names it's like are they undead are they zombies in space no they're called necromorphs yeah that is sick nasty terrifying yeah and there's a couple of animated movies that take place in that too that are actually pretty well done and you really get to dive into like the uh, the lore behind the necromorphs and the obelisk what was was it called yeah they discover the marker in in one movie and it's oof that one scared the bejesus out of me yeah there's definitely like it has a lot it has a really good story and you get to hear like bits and pieces of it through you know like radios and stuff like that a la like bioshock but like you really get to see it in full effect on the animated movies and that that was actually my choice as well serge Ah. uh, was the dead space series uh but also because, and I'll elaborate on it a little more, it's the game that tricked me and got me to like jump out of my seat. So same thing, right? Resident Evil dog hallway scenario. You walk down this hallway, it's super long, it's dark, blinking lights, and I'm like, something's going to fucking jump out. I just know it. So I get out my favorite weapon, which is the the plasma cutter, right? I have it set to the uh, horizontal... Um, not a horizontal vertical setting because it's the easiest to cut off limbs on and i'm just like waiting and i'm inching my way down the hallway flickering lights i hear things skittering in the the rafters and like oh my god where is it where is it where is it nothing nothing went through that hallway so i was like all right cool you know go through get your chest kill some enemies blah 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 and i go back to the same hallway and it's brightly lit and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm just going to go back. And I, like, book it down. And boom, something comes out of the rafters. And starts, so it's, like, attacking me. I'm like, holy shit. And it's just like, fuck you, Dead Space. I love I lo- you. I, I love that when you play that game long enough, you'll just see a room with vents. And you're like, god damn it. Yeah, you're just like, <laughs> Like, one of these. There's got to be one in one of these. <laughs> just one. I mean, it's a fantastic game. One and two are great. I never played three. I heard not so good things about three. Here's here's the thing about three. When you add co-op to a survival horror game that is supposed to scare you, yeah. it becomes not scary. But like that just seems like it's lazy on their part. Like there has to be a way for you and a buddy to go through a game and have it be just as scary as if it was just you. It's co-op. No, no. It would have to do like co-op. Yeah, but it's like it, you can't be playing on the same system. It has to be separate systems. And you're both can communicate, but you're stuck in different parts of like the base, like you know? journey. So yeah, hmm. so you have to like meet each other at some point, like in the middle. But you're still by yourself, even if you're talking to your buddy or buddies during this. You're still by yourself, and sometimes you lose. You have radio silence. You know, oh, that that would be really cool. Like if uh, both you like you have the whole two room puzzles where one of you has to do something and that affects the other person's room. <laughs> While oh, while yeah, fending off the horde, while fighting things, yeah, yeah, and both of you have to survive, yeah, <laughs> to make it that to the next level. Oh that that would be how you would do it. That'd be really cool. Uh, and then have like you know a boss fight where you two like where the the two people team up. That would be cool. Um, but yeah, Casey, what's a notable mention for you? Second or third down the list. Hmm. This is tough. Um, see, because I know my number one, and I I can talk hours and hours and circles around that game, but 
Hmm. We can come back to you if you want. We can go right to Yeah, Dave. I. Uh, well, I mean, I can talk a little about. Mm, system, system Shock's a horror game, right? Yeah, like System Shock and Bioshock, I, I would say count. Yeah, okay. Um. Yeah, yeah I, I, always, I always dug those a whole lot. And I only ended up playing them after I played Portal. Because, you know, people yeah. were like. Yeah, you know, uh, people, I mean, you jump into Portal because as anybody's foray into computer gaming, it's a short game, it doesn't have a whole lot of story, but what it does give you is compelling enough to keep going, mm. you know, and then it's, you know, first-person shooter-esque, you get used to it. Then you play things like Bioshock, and then you start reading into it, and it's like, okay, so there's a game before this, it's called System Shock, it's about um, sh- this evil computer, Shodan, that you know, does a very similar thing where it develops, you know, intelligence and, and stuff like that. But um, talk about a game that really keeps you on the edge of your seat and keeps you thinking. I mean, wh- when did it even come out? Oh, my God. Uh, it's going back such a... System long... Shock was probably the 90s. Man. I want to say, like, maybe mid to late 90s. Yeah, I remember... I'm pretty sure the second one had... Like a similar audio log type of thing about you know stuff that was going on, but I I just I couldn't get over um, just the relentless heckling by a you know like an overseer type computer mm. that really makes you feel like almost trapped and helpless, even though you know you're obviously achieving things through the game. Oh sure, yeah. This was 1999. Wow, so that is yeah. That is a long time ago. System Shock too, at least. That actually um, makes sense too, because in Bioshock Infinite, the hardest mode that you could unlock on that was called 1999 mode. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Ken Levine. Also, clever, yeah, like, clever yeah, you. Also, go mention that the first Bioshock, the first Bioshock was uh, somewhat of a horror too. Oh yeah. I mean, intro. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I mean, you know, just uh, I remember uh, realizing the, tra- the trailer. Remember the original trailer? Yeah. How scary that was. Yeah. It was crazy, dude's, dude. Dude's gonna. He looks like he's gonna beat the crap out of a little girl who we don't know anything about. The little sisters at that point yeah. with a wrench. And then he just gets attacked by this giant diving suit dude with a drill. And it impales him and everything. It's like, oh what my the god. Hell? Over a oh, it's. So, dude, it's dude, the Bioshock is crazy. In the first moment, like you, you crash land and you're you're in the plane and everything, and you have to come up for air and stuff, and then you get into this tower. Like it's really, really creepy, absolutely creepy. And oh, then yeah. when you get, when you get down into Rapture, you're like, what the hell? It's 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 definitely a horror vibe. And if they ever make a movie of it, it will definitely have to start off like a horror movie. Oh, absolutely. Um, and and oh god, to the part, to, to just to the point where you fight the first big daddy. Like I don't know about you, but that was terrifying. It's absolutely oh, terrifying, yeah. especially for the fact that, like, I don't know about you, but, like, you, you never have a lot of ammo. You never have an overabundance of ammo in the first Bioshock. And not only that, like, the GoDaddies are, uh, um, go, go, the GoDaddies.com. The GoDaddies.com. <laughs> oh, God, no plugs. We're uh, not getting paid for this. Ignore that. <laughs> yeah, the um, the big daddies, uh, the big um, uh, suit guys, like, they're fast. They're really, really fast. You don't notice that. I was playing in a room full of friends and everything, and uh, it was my first time playing. They played it, um, with, like, you know, they beat it and everything. And I was like, oh, God, okay, I got to fight this guy. All right, cool. I got my thing. And all of a sudden, he just charges towards me. And I was just like, what the hell? He's quick. Oh, God. He's so big and he's quick. My nightmare. <laughs> and then uh, I don't have enough ammo. I'm running around. And I'm like, oh, guys, right behind me. Oh, God. If only I had the patience or foresight to set up electric traps like those people on the internet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But yeah, it was definitely horror esque, and like some of the things, you, some of the stories too in it. Oh man, yeah, are crazy. Great, yeah, it was it was just great storytelling on that game. 
uh, for beginning to end and just let the mythos in the world that it created was really well done. It's just a shame we won't get any more from that studio ever again. No. No. What reminded. have we done? Memories. Reminded. Uh, uh, Dave, any notable mentions from you? So I have two. Uh, one's yeah. in a video game. The other one's just a part in a video game. But first one is the Thing video game that came out for PS2 a while ago. But... Mm-hmm. um. The thing that, like, uh, it was a, it, even though it didn't get, like, too many good reviews and people thought it was kind of, like, stupid, what made it great was it took place right after the movie. So you show up to the aftermath of everything. Mm. Um, you find, like, the videotape, I mean, the audio tape that Kurt Russell's character makes um, about the whole thing about they might die and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But what really made it great was they kind of put the distrust in the movie in that game where the people, you have a party with you, like, three or four guys at a time. But you don't know who's really the monster and who isn't until they start to flip the fuck out. Mm. Which makes it horrible because sometimes they don't trust you either, just like in the movie. So you have to give them health or other stuff just so they can trust you. So they can go on missions with you and defend stuff, all that. So you could go be going through the entire game with this one guy and you've trusted him, he's trusted you. And all of a sudden, like, when you least suspect it, he starts, like, transforming. He turns into the thing, you know. But what was great about it is just like the movie every single part of the bad guy was alive. So you're, you know, shooting at things, popping, like, popping pieces off them. The pieces are falling on the ground, and they come to life, and they attack you also. Hmm. So it's like, you can take one giant monster and break it apart to 13 little monsters, and they're all coming after you, and they all can multiply also themselves. That's and, terrifying. Yeah, yeah. and it was, it's horrible, because it's like, I mean, granted, it didn't get too many reviews. I don't remember the story being too great, from what I can remember, but like, just the fact that you have to trust everybody and no one at the same time, and they could flip out whenever, is enough to drive you nuts playing that game. Um, second honorable mention, just like a part in the video game, Halo, when you first meet the Flood. Like, yeah, that's pretty daunting. Yeah, most, I mean, it, the game itself is great, but when you first meet the Flood, and you just see the sea of red on your radar coming at you from everywhere... And whether you're co-op or playing by yourself, it's fucked. It's like, great. Everything that's on the ground right now, all the Marines that are dead, they're going to get back up. And they're going to attack you. And they're going to keep on getting back up. And it's just like, I still remember playing with my buddy Scott getting to that point, And we're just like, literally, one's shooting, one's reloading. We're just like going like SWAT team style. And it's like, we're screaming at each other, I see red! Red's everywhere! Get to the corner! Just get to the corner! Fire in all directions! <laughs> There's trolleys in the trees! Get down! Get down! It's like, just playing that one of us would drop and it's like quick back to the checkpoint run run i can see from my screen he's right behind you and it's just like just that like just any every day else on the game is like normal but when you first meet the flood and fighting the flood and that first scene is just terrifying and like i never tried playing that scene in heroic just i couldn't do it like i was able to play it in like in um you know hard and legendary but like never 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 heroic hmm but. You almost make me want to change my answer now that you're talking about parts of games. <laughs> no, well, I mean, we're almost out of time, too, so we're not going to go back and change any, oh, any answers. Yeah, but something I do want to kind of bring up, which we glossed over, which just kind of dawned on me, not really a game so much as a trailer or a teaser to a game. Uh, something we will never, ever get again, P.T., yeah, oh, what? Yeah. What was that supposed to be? People were like, "Oh, it's Guillermo del Toro and Kojima doing Silent Hill." It, it like, was. 
That's yeah, what it was. That's what it was. And then it, you know, Kojima and Konami kind of had a falling out. So now it'll never happen. And uh, Guillermo del Toro has publicly stated he'll never work on a video game again because of what happened over at Konami. That dude's in like the doghouse. They're taking like Pacific Rim Two away from him and yeah. all this other stuff. Yeah. yeah. When I saw, it, I was like, "What the hell, man? Leave him alone." Let, I want. Yeah. I want. I need Pacific Rim Two. I need Hellboy Three. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, but PT is just like, it was great. It's one of the, the few modern games that actually I was afraid to go into the next room. Baby fetus mm-hmm. in a sink. Yeah. So literally this game, this, or this part of a game, whatever you want to call it, this demo is what? Three rooms, like three uh, enterable rooms. You have the first room that you go into the stone basement. Yeah. You have the, the hallway, you have the bathroom and then that's it. If I'm not mistaken. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, you're correct. Yep. That's yeah. That's it. And it's that's... it's just like the whole like you know loop of doom that Neo found himself in, and what was that? The Matrix Reloaded, or was that Revolutions? Revelations. Revelations. Or Revolutions. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever it was. I think it was what, Revelations. You're one right. of those bad ones. Uh, but yeah, the one that, that wasn't one, right? that good. Yeah. The that's yeah, two of I them. Mean, that the Matrix. <laughs> that doesn't narrow it down. I didn't um, mind the second one. Oh, I hated both of the, both two and three. I don't mind the second one because it had a, a few cool scenes, like the mansion the mansion scene with the Merovingian. That was awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I yeah. that's like saying Fantastic Four is good because they had the one cool scene. That's <laughs> not it at all. Because Fantastic Four is not a same. Level. And to, and, and to find out how we felt about Fantastic Four, you should go back and listen to that episode because ah, that's on. Yeah, the plug it's on there. That it's previous there podcast, badcuttyfunky.com slash podcast. Yeah, and well, um, there it is. But yeah, I the PT is great. Like you walk in the first time, nothing really happens, right? You kind of hear some creepy things. You hear the the radio crackling. That's it. You you loop around. You go through you, the second time. You notice like the bathroom door slightly ajar. You peek in there. The ghost comes, slams the door on you. You're like, whoa, what the fuck was that? The other door opens. You go through, and it keeps on. It's this whole like repeat, but like different things happen each iteration that you go through it. And at some point, like I think it's the third time or the second or third or fourth time. Uh, the ghost sneaks up on you and then pees on you and then walks away, which I thought was always hilarious. Uh, and then you get into the bathroom eventually with the fetus in the sink, all this stuff. And um, in the corner of the basement, there's something else. It's just like a really fucking creepy game. And you never know what to expect. A talking paper bag. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. The talking fucking paper bag. Oh, God. Uh, but it was very well done. The graphics on it were the best that I've seen on anything thus far. Like you just like walk, you just like look at it, and if you take out the slight aliasing, it would look real, in my opinion. It was just a lot of care went into it, and a lot of thought, and it's there just a shame a, that nothing will ever happen with it. It's funny because like, you mentioned that like there's a scene where I'm playing when I was first started playing it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you turn the corner and you see uh, what's her face like standing like in the hallway. Yeah, she's just staring at you, and it's like, I'm gonna take a screenshot of that. So yeah. I took a screenshot, posted it on Facebook. And uh, next day at work, I'm talking to my friend Melissa, and the first words out of her mouth were, "What the hell are you doing in your house with that weird chick?" <laughs> nice. And I'm like, "Excuse me." She goes, "What are you doing in the house? Your house with your weird chick?" It's like, "What weird chick? What are you talking about?" She goes, "This," and she shows me. I'm like, "That's from a video game." I took a screenshot. She's like, "Holy shit, are you serious?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's from a from a trailer. That's yeah. scary as fuck." So the blood on your walls, not your apartment. <laughs> so you didn't murder anyone in the bit. Ooh. Well, not recently. You might get some cops showing up. That's my bad. If you get a call from HR, uh, 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Um, but that's it, guys. That's time. That's all we have for uh, the preview podcast. No. Um, yeah, we got to kind of cut a little short, as always. Uh, but be sure, everyone, to tune in live at twitch.tv slash badcowdyfunky. Uh, to on Thursday night at 9.30-ish. Yeah, I say ish. You know, 9.30. Ish. Between 9.30 and 10 o'clock. We usually, usually try to get closer to 9.30. You can hear us live talking about what our favorite horror games are. Um, and a couple of the tirades. And if you can't tune in on Tuesday or Thursday at that time, no big deal. Uh, we will post that, that same podcast on to iTunes. So be sure to look out on that. I usually get that up at around noonish, around Friday. So be sure to give us a download, give us a like, give us the whole thing. And hopefully we will see you guys next time.